Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up, bro? Teenagers with Attitude, and it's Ranger Miss. Merry Ranger Miss, everybody. We've got Merry all, Ranger Miss. Yeah, we've got all the, the the traditional red and green and silver and gold and black and yellow uh, and purple and blue and orange that uh, one time, but not official. What? What? What's wrong? These, these episodes are going to go up in January. Okay, well, it's what well, Ranger Miss is in January. Fuck you, Mike. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's the Mike. It's the day of the King Mage Rangers. It, yes, that's what it is. Exactly. Today, what we're celebrating. Yes, happy we're... King uh, King Mage Rangers Day to all of you. I know y'all call it like Three Saints Day or something else, right? It's a <laughs> yeah. way better name to call it Los Reyes Magos. The King Mages. Um, also, I hope everyone uh, brought their their like uh, round. I, I forgot the name of, of the thing. Their round bread thing with a baby Jesus. If you get the baby Jesus, you have to make tamales. That's well, no, how this works. I mean, if, in, in Ranger Mist, though, it's actually a baby uh, alpha. I yeah, oh, it's a baby <laughs> alpha. If you really, really big, if you, yeah, that's so that you don't get choked on it. It's it's big enough that you won't get choked on the on the baby alpha. Uh, yeah. If if you get the baby alpha, you have to make tamales. That's like the rule. Perfect. Uh, I am Zach, and joining me this week we've got Mike. Hey, I'm here. Woo! We've got Emily. Bark, bark. And we've got Fabby. So apparently also Bark Bark. I still can't believe Bears Bark, but sure, Bark Bark. <laughs> bears motherfuckers. Bark? Is apparently. that the, the like, yeah, onomatopoeia? Yeah, they do the same noises dogs do. They bark, they growl, they woof. Um, huh. Okay. Yeah, I I was looking it up because of Eidolon reasons, uh, and at some point I had to look up what noises do bears make. Well, there you go. Now we know. This is important, and now the show is Mm -hmm. over. No, I'm kidding. Good night, everyone. (laughs) This week is the Teenies. That's right. Mm -hmm. Our stupid annual tradition of ranking the best 
in the year of Power Rangers, but not the calendar year that happened, Mm -hmm. but the year that we discussed in the show. Yes, I didn't see any Power Rangers that came out this year. Uh, so Good. I wouldn't you, be able the, to 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 talk about that. Then you're untainted. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 2Ds is our annual awards where That's we That's what sell. I always say, Zach. Me, I'm Fabby. I'm untainted. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I almost said the wrong thing. The teenies is the good uh-huh. one. That's the good one. We're yes. going to talk about all the best things in Power Rangers from this year, this episode. Um, we uh, So to let everybody know a little bit of behind the scenes, there's four of us on the, pod, uh, on the podcast. However, we also extended the offer to all of our uh, sort of main cast members and re- repeated guests that they could uh, send in their... Um, their votes and yeah. uh, basically the stipulation was have you been watching along with us and that in- right. includes decided uh, mm-hmm. to include uh, Fabi's got votes from Cassidy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emily's got votes from Cassie uh, mm-hmm. and I'm gathering votes uh, from our buddy Greg uh, from Simone and from our editor Eric as we speak they're Currently still filling them out. Uh, hopefully, we'll have the, that done by the time we start the first category. <laughs> oh, nice! But yeah, this, this is, is this good. is going to be an absolute clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. But fortunately, uh, because most of the people voting aren't actually in the episode, having so many votes shouldn't make this like yeah. insanely long. So. Well, and also the other thing to note is that most of our categories, we tried to not have an insane number of options, but like it, it's not. We didn't super limit it because we can talk about things as much or as little as we want because yeah. we can do whatever the hell we want because it's, it's our show. show. It, yeah. A part of me wishes, the part of me that hates myself wishes that we did this uh, giant bomb style and we had to, we can't stop recording until we all agree, but that would be so terrible uh, to do. Yeah, no, but that would be awful. Me, Fuck no, me, never. I'll never always agree. Once. I enjoy, <laughs> I I know that those those uh, end of year podcasts that Giant Bomb does are divisive. I really love them. That's their job though, and we got mm-hmm. other shit to do. So Yeah, yeah. yeah we never so like Paid for that. One to two hours tops. Yeah. For I wish we got paid for, for this. <laughs> so, so, so speaking yeah. of uh, how long these take, let's uh, let's get right into it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, our first category this year is best episode. We have a sort of no, our- Isn't uh, it best multi-parter nope. or film? You're right. It's best multi-parter. <laughs> I lied. Best um, multi-parter or, or film. film. Or yeah, because we, we, have- we got a special yeah. case this year. Uh, now, Zach, as you read these, I would say after each one, give it a description. I'm going to do uh, that. I feel like, yeah, I feel like in the past you read the list and then go back and describe them, and like it's just faster to do it as we go. Yeah, we're going to do it this way. Uh, so uh, we included the film because this is the film. The film is in in um, continuity, Canon, which yeah. is not uh, for no matter what Luke says about the first movie. Um, so best multi-parter film. Without further ado, the nominees are Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the movie. It introduces the Power Rangers Turbo Powers. It gets rid of Rocky, which sucks. It doesn't it, really introduce the Turbo Powers. <laughs> they just kind of... No, they get a big introduction. The, the thing that doesn't happen is 
explaining where the Zeo powers yeah, it go. It doesn't explain the turbo powers. It mm. introduces the turbo powers. Yeah, d- we definitely get a sequence where they talk about how cool they are and they meet the cars and and, and also, also racism. Racism. Yeah, there is the big. There's the big racist chunk that starts about halfway through. Last year, for our Zeo chunk, we had to talk about a lot of racism. This mm-hmm. year, it's pretty much... I mean, I'm, there's probably some stuff I'm forgetting, so forgive mm-hmm. me. But m- the main chunk of it was concentrated here with the, the island natives. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I'm uh, like the, the island natives in the Turbo movie notwithstanding, I'm looking forward to these uh, to the bad awards this year a lot more than last year. Because last year, like... It really just came to a debate of like, what's worse, racism or homophobia? <laughs> and it's like, wow, that. Mm. And I think, and we, I think, I think we gave it to the Billy thing, not necessarily on homophobia being worse than racism, but on the merits of the Billy thing taking up the whole season, as opposed to yeah. the Tommy right. thing just kind of being like seven episodes. Uh, so in any case, God, I can't believe that was like seven episodes. It was so long. Uh, oh. yeah. the, ra- the other thing about the movie that we have to mention is. Uh, Justin introduces Justin. Mm-hmm. Um, and although here's the thing, here's the thing, it loses a lot of points for the racist villagers. It gets a lot of points for the fucking Jason and Kimberly stuff, though. It does. Yes, that's right. It does uh, have yeah. the Jason and Kimberly stuff. I forgot about that. So. Uh, no, I don't want to imply that that makes up for the racism because no. it doesn't. But you know, uh, but that's it, the it movie. also has the power packs. That's yeah. true. It has the. Yeah. It has the. No, sorry, they're not called power packs. That would be good. They're called power boxes. Which uh, I, I feel like we said the same thing at the time. Yeah. I think in this category, in this awards, they come up once or twice as power packs. Yeah. Uh, well, I yeah, possibly. Um, but in any case, that's the movie. Shift into mm-hmm. Turbo is immediately following that. Um, it's kind of weird that they did a intro three parter, given that they already had this. Oh, I'm sorry. Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, also has Larago, the little alien wizard who everybody <laughs> yeah. hates. Yeah, um, Larago's also in Shift into Turbo too. Yeah. Yes. So the plot of Shift into Turbo, if you forget, is basically the Rangers are um, are graduating. Uh, Rocky's and- in one scene. Rocky is briefly in in the episode, yes. He has, and like, one actual scene, and then later he appears in a crowd in shot the at the graduation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, that sucks. What's weird is, like, the movie and then this are, like, two separate pilots, because the movie explains where the powers and the villains come from, and then this pilot explains, like, the real changes in the status quo for the Rangers, because it's the Rangers graduating... And it's uh, Zordon and Alpha leaving, right. and replaced with Demetria, the other Alpha, and like it's like they they just had a whole lot of table setting for the season. They had to do so much that they couldn't yeah. fit it in either the movie or the three parter. They had to do both. I always forget it's a three parter because like the first two episodes are pretty conjoined, but then the other one is like kind of just tacked on at the end there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is also when Balkan Skull turned into monkeys. So, which is one of the worst things that happens in the season. So. Yeah, I. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, moving on, Honey, I Shrunk the Rangers. This is the one where the Power Rangers get small, which is fine, except then they turn into bugs, which is not explained. <laughs> um, that, this episode is so. This is the only multi-parter in the season that isn't like 
major plot relevant in any way. I mean, it 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 it, it is it is the impetus for Bulk and Skull no longer being monkeys anymore, kind of. Yeah, I but forgot like about this that. is most, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, but this is mostly they just became invisible for a bit. Yeah, yes. but for like two episodes maybe. But yeah. like this, this is just a fun one where. Like they yeah. they they run around on this on the uh uh wow I'm drawing a blank the they're what in was like the subcraft yes uh, it doesn't have a name I don't think they're on the they, sub. they call it the subcraft is the okay. thing uh, yeah they're they're uh, in Divatox's lair most of the most of the episode they're in her mm-hmm. closet and shit and the coolest part about this is it's got good prop work they made a bunch mm-hmm. of big stuff for them to run around. Yeah. Um, and that's a lot of fun. Another really cool part of it is that they use Divatox's missiles to get bigger. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's true. I forgot about <laughs> that. That cool. is neat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's that one. We've got Passing the Torch, which is uh, when the Rangers change over. Because if you forget, because I did, the <laughs> Rangers uh, are start. It's Tommy, um, Tanya, and Adam uh, and Rocky. And no, 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 no. Rocky nope. left in uh, shifted to turbo. Yeah, so it's to- it's Tommy, Tanya, Adam, and you got it. Yeah, you Is got that- it. Oh, Think and Cat, and Cat, and Cat, and Cat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Uh, and they all leave uh, and are switched over to our current uh, Rangers. Um, the other thing about this is I forgot that it has the the it has. Tommy is in this episode for eight seconds, and then he gets blown up in a truck. <laughs> that was pretty um, good. <laughs> he gets dangled over a pit. We meet Divatox's mom, and there's a bit where the Flamite monster kicks uh, Justin's morpher away, and it's the fucking best. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's important. Good. This was important yeah. for me to remember, is that, that that it has a tactical monster in it. Yeah. Um, what's what's great is, if I'm remembering correctly, Honey, I Shrunk the Rangers, and then Passing the Torch happened one right after another. I believe yes. so, yeah. I think that's correct, yeah. Uh, by the way, for the purposes of this category, um, there are a couple like two episode arcs that sort of form a story, but we only went with the ones that specifically have parts yeah. in the, like there, in the name. There yeah. was that, there was that quote unquote three parter where it was Diva talks Zords, but they had like no connecting tissue yeah. beyond that. And they yeah. Call the three parter. There's a right. Phantom Ranger stuff. That's like two parter ish. Well, but not really. Yeah, I was gonna say the Phantom Ranger. Yeah, the Phantom Ranger stuff where they change the Zords over is pretty yeah. much a two-parter. But I know we did the the opposite last year. But last year we were just trying to fill the category, and also we can change the rules whenever we feel like because it's our show. And fuck you. Last yeah. year they just didn't like Zio doesn't have multi-parters, so we had to no, figure out yeah. how to do it. Um. So anyway, the last one is Chase into Space. We just talked about that. Uh. And so I'm not going to talk about it too much, but the command center explodes. There's a bajillion piranatrons, uh, and it's super good. It's and super it's, good. It's fun, mm. and also Justin talks an old man into giving him the only spaceship on Earth. I guess. Uh, yes, so that's good. And it's super good, and the piranatrons <laughs> have like hammers and flags and like siege weapons. It, this yeah. is a, it's amazing. Yeah, it's I'm amazing. Be honest, uh, when when we were. When when I was first trying to figure out uh, our stuff for this, I thought Honey Ash with the Rangers was going to be an automatic vote for me when we got to this category. And then I actually watched Chase into Space, and it's like, oh, actually, hold on. <laughs> Do you know what? It, you want to know something that's really fun? 
Yeah. I didn't even briefly consider figuring out what I was going to vote for before we sat down <laughs> to record. So that's oh, going to be fun sad. for me. I, I <laughs> did, but the only reason is because Cassie talked them through with me So her, for her votes. <laughs> What's great is that uh, talking through didn't even really help in this situation because Zach and I, for the first time ever, actually like collaborated with a spreadsheet mm-hmm. on the list instead of just having one of us make it and then the other right. one go, so yeah, I, that I looks have, good. Right. So I have thought about these a fair bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so with that, how I'm going to do this is I'm going to give my vote and then I'm going to go around a circle and have y'all give yours and, and any kind of explanation you want. And then each of you is responsible for some other people's votes and I'll have you give that and I will tally them. Sound good? Sounds good. Sounds good. good. All right. So... Uh, my vote is going to be for Honey, I Shrunk the Rangers. I know it's not plot uh, relevant, but it's a lot of fun. I think it's really funny that they did the, um, they, they get big because of the missiles. And I really love the, uh, um, the prop work stuff. I also love that they go in, like, because you see a lot of the subcraft over the show, but it's mostly like three places. The fact that we got to go into like Divatox's closet in her bedroom, I think that's cool. Like it's it's fun that you get to do that stuff. So I really enjoyed that one. That that is my vote. Um Fabby, how about you? Uh, Chase into space. It's a legitimately good two-parter. I love seeing all the paranotrons. I love seeing the sub crew winning. I love seeing it's like I, Luke made fun of me for this, but there's that one shot I haven't been able to stop thinking about where they're just waiting for the Piranatrons to breach and they have stopped making sounds and they're just afraid and they can't do anything. And then there's this shot of them looking at a monitor and then just a monitor for like five, ten seconds of nothing happening. And it's like the best shot Power Rangers has ever done. Uh, because it means something and it has something in it, and I really liked it. Yes. Nice. And what is Cassidy's vote? Oh. Also, chase into space. All right. There you go, Emily. What is your vote? So my vote is chase into space as well. I thought the first part was a little weak in the fact that there wasn't a lot of fanfare for the Zords getting destroyed. Um, but the second part makes up for it a lot. Like the second part's really good. I really the, like the, the second part. The assault. <laughs> I mean, we we didn't talk about it too much because we did just cover it. But like the assault on the base on the uh, power chamber is very cool. I really like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And it, it 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 reminded me of the 1990 Turtles movie, which I think I asked you to say. I don't know if you did, but that yes, when yes, yeah. April's apartment is being attacked. Yeah, and that, that always helps because I love that movie. But also, it's just it was just really like cool things happen and like. It was so exciting that I ended up watching, like, in space a few episodes of that afterwards because I wanted to see what was going to happen. Like, it's a pretty good cliffhanger ending. Yeah. Um, which I will say, I remember we've, we've been speculating, what did Justin say to that old guy that made him, like, and he goes, Eltar, it, it, it's pretty heavily implied that Zordon was working with them to make that space shuttle. Okay, so I thought so, <laughs> but I didn't know if there was any text to support it, so. Yeah, but that the thing is, that's... It's kind of the same place that uh, that Billy making the turbo stuff comes from. It's the fans having to fill in the blanks. It's not really though, because it becomes a Megazord. 
the, the space shuttle becomes a Megazord. Uh, yeah, that's no. a fair point. I knew that already, <laughs> no, but yeah, I didn't. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah, that's the Megazord next season. Yeah, yeah and they're based. So unless Nasada cool. figured that out by themselves. <laughs> I, I, yeah. think there's, I think there's some stuff in there that is implied, yeah. I think it would still be nice if, like the show acknowledge any of it, yeah. but I don't think it hurts into space because theoretically they could acknowledge that in the next season we haven't yeah. seen yet. I guess I guess oh, like yeah. this is like going on a tangent, but like the shuttle isn't the Megazord. The shuttle's the Megazord's head, which combines with mm-hmm. another ship that the Nasada didn't make that Zordon oh, okay. made. Gotcha. So like it has to be that, right? Okay. That makes like, sense. <laughs> Alright. Anyways. Well uh and what is uh Cassie's vote? Cassie's vote is for Honey, I Shrunk the Rangers. All right. But she also kind of has a line here where she thinks all the multi-parters are pretty bad. <laughs> but it gets Honey, I Shrunk the Rangers. <laughs> They're not the best, but they kind of never are. I mean, usually what happens with Power Rangers multi-parters is it's one episode too long. If it's two, it probably could have been one. If it's three, it probably could have been two. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, all right, Mike, how about you? All right, so my vote is Honey, I Shrunk the Rangers. All right. Uh, and I'm just going to rapid fire all the other ones I'm responsible for, because okay. I, don't, I don't think I really need to go into why Honey, I Shrunk the Rangers is my vote. It's just really <laughs> good. Mm-hmm. Also sure. small. Yeah, well, I mean, even <laughs> setting that aside, I still found it to be the most fun episode. So uh, anyway, let's see. Uh, for Greg, Passing the Torch. Uh, for, si- uh, for Simone, uh, Chasing the Space. And for Eric, passing the torch. All right. And we- Eric puts his justification on here, passing the torch, because TJ runs through a chain link fence and over a goddamn mountain. He did do that. I do like that part. That was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, Love that himbo. All right. Well, we have successfully narrowly avoided a tie, which I was very scared about. Uh, we've <laughs> got four votes for chasing the space. So it wins with Honey, I Shrunk the Rangers uh, second and passing the torch third. There you go. Yay! 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 Next up is Best Episode. Uh, our first entry is Phantom Phenomenon, which is the one where Divatox and her crew just straight up rob a bank. Uh, <laughs> yep. It's one of the funniest things that has happened in the show, and the fact that they get stopped by the Phantom Ranger in that episode, who you don't see at all, so... The action is them just like falling down and getting into pratfalls. I don't remember anything else that happens in that episode other than well, that. The scene. next thing they do is they try to rob a gold mine, and the exact same thing happens. Yes, that's right, and it's great. I love it so much. It's very fun. Uh, next is Carlos and the Count, where Carlos turns into a vampire, uh, and also that's the episode <laughs> where Divatox licks a bat and it turns into a monster. So those are the two things that you can combine and her, figure her, out how good that episode is. Her yes? classic powers of being able to lick things and make them into monsters. <laughs> Accurate. Next, we've got Stitch Witchery. This is the one where where Ashley makes... A shirt, and the shirt is evil, and everybody gets the <laughs> shirt, and that shirt makes them angry, and also, uh, Blue Centurion's big robot gets a big version of the shirt, and it makes the big robot mad, and it's very funny. Um, <laughs> next is Trouble by the Slice. This is the one where the Power Rangers get baked into a pizza. It also has- Yeah, also, Diva yeah. loses her memory- 
Yes. And we have that really good scene with Divatox and Carlos where they keep messing each other at the pizza place. And also she's making pizza and like sticks her gum in it and yeah. stuff. It's great. And it's we a- also like find out that the the sub crew likes burnt pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like bad pizza. Uh, next is Parts and Parcel. This is the Balkan Skull uh, work at UPS, and all the packages are getting stolen. And TG, T, TG, TJ <laughs> helps uh, helps them figure out that the bad guy, the thief, is the Piranatrons. It's a great episode. We we talked about it relatively recently. It is a Balkan Skull uh, kind of uh, highlight it's, moment. It, yeah, it's the focus episode for them. Which is noteworthy generally, but especially in an episode where they basically weren't there for half of it. Correct. Uh, in a season, yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they were basically only there for half this season. Next is the Robot Ranger, which Mike and I left off this list when we were making mm-hmm. it because it's horrible and I hate it. But Fabi has put it on uh-huh. this list for some reason. Yeah. It's uh, a good fucking episode. <laughs> it's like existentially horrific. And also, that's good. It's amazing. Fairness, it's so incredible and good. <laughs> yeah. in, in fairness, Zach and I were trying to keep this initial list kind of concise before we opened it up uh, to fine. everybody, which is why we trimmed it down to five. I also was originally going to put it in both the best and worst categories. Yeah, they, I, I think that it's one of those uh, those episodes you could argue goes in both. Uh, we've got the curveball, which is the one where TJ and uh, and mm-hmm. TJ's I, boyfriend, TJ's boyfriend, whose name is hold on, it's in here. His name is Heath. Heath. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, TJ and Heath have a torrid love affair, aka Heath is a jerk. Uh, and TJ... This is enemies to lovers. Yeah, it is. It is. He's over the top a jerk and almost gets himself killed, and then when TJ rescues him, he falls madly in love with him. God, he gives (laughs) him the most bedroom eyes ever. That's the only reason this episode's here, because he really wants him to fuck him, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, I wasn't on that episode, and I never got the chance to say, it is fucking wild, just... How instantly this guy's like, come on, let's fucking race. And he goes off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm convinced <laughs> that Angel Grove is roughly like 25% dangerous cliffs. It's mostly cliffs. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, we've got Spirit of the Woods, which is also on our worst list, uh, but it's also on the best list. It's my um, favorite episode. <laughs> okay. This is the episode I was on. I was not on this one. I did watch it after Mike suggested I needed to not skip it. Um, yeah. I sort of get why you put it on here. It's definitely not boring. There's it's that. It's so wild. It's like this little nature spirit child comes out and makes friends with TJ. And there's a litter monster, which in the Sentai was like a bride, like a marriage monster. And like the the episode um, storyline is like taken from Mega Ranger, even though that's not till next season. And it's just like... The most crazy, ridiculous episode ever. And there's a scene where TJ writes Arutan and then is like, and then is like, hmm, hmm, and writes it backwards and is like, oh my god, it's nature. And it's like the <laughs> best episode. And, yeah. and then Arutan like kills himself by like making a huge lightning bolt. Like, it's so stupid. It's, and TJ's the only one who can see him and it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I, 
I do want to point out, just in oh. case this is anybody's uh, first rodeo with the teenies and tooties, if you think it's strange that we regularly have things qualify for both the best and worst ofs when it's the same episode, you don't know Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. And, and also the Book and Skull bit is like, it's, it's, it, it ends maddeningly, but it's also really good to see them be good at something. Because, like, they're yeah. great paper boys. <sighs> yeah. It's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so that's, th- that is our list. Uh, I am going to vote first, as I did last time. My vote is for Trouble by the Slice. That episode is... it. So here's the thing. It's for two reasons. Um, the first reason is that I. Th- it's very fun. It's a very, very fun episode. The second reason is that I had not watched much of turbo before this year i had seen some um and i didn't remember that much of it and the reputation of turbo is largely like uh uh i guess symbolized by how much people hate this episode and think it's terrible and not good and like a bad direction for the series and all those people are incredibly wrong it's hysterical Mm -hmm. it's so fucking funny it's so goofy and like the yeah, it looks like shit. That's why it's fun. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, like that, that's the thing is like there's a lot of like ironic enjoyment for when we watch stuff on this show, but like no, Trouble by the Slice is hilarious on purpose. It's they get really, attacked. Yeah, they get attacked by fucking Double Dare props, like big fucking <laughs> stuffed like versions of mushrooms. It's yeah, just, and, it's and so I think funny. the best part is seeing Diva talks in the pizza parlor and like all yeah. the hijinks yeah. that happen there. It's so funny. And like, um, I'm sorry. The what was it? An actress's name for Diva Talks at this point? I can't remember. Was it, it yeah, Catherine so f- Hoyt, or was that the new one? It's the first actress for, or sorry, the second actress for Diva Talks before. Yes. Yeah, the one from. I, the movie I, comes well, back. I don't remember her name was, but she she really had a chance to shine on this episode before she left because she did a really good yeah. job. <laughs> and also, the episode that we recorded was really fun because we had Riley guesting and it was like a really good recording. Yes. So, Carol yeah. Hoyt. Carol Hoyt is the Hoyt. lady Carol who's in Hoyt. that episode. I said that Catherine. Episode. I was close. Hillary Shepard is the other one. So there you go. Um, but yeah, I love that episode. Uh, Emily, how about you? Um, well, I just said Fear of the Woods is like my favorite Power Rangers episode ever. So like that one. <laughs> there you go. Fair point. It's so perfectly like encapsulates like the 90s and when they were trying to like make like these weird messages, but didn't really know how to make them at all. You know, like these um, environmental messages. Like it was just. I love yeah. it. It's it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and how about Cassie? Cassie votes for Robot Ranger. All right. She loves existential horror. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's why I don't like it, but it, I also understand. I get it. Yeah, exactly. All right, Fabi. So, coming in, before we started recording, I thought I was going to vote for Trouble by the Slice. I even told one, uh, my girlfriend Marie, like, it's the best Power Rangers episode that we've covered so far. Thinking about it, though... I think I like Robot Ranger better because it's weirder and like you wouldn't ex- I you would expect Trouble by the Slice. There's nothing surprising in Trouble by the Slice. It's like really good and really funny, but it's not surprising that that's a sh- episode that exists. Robot Ranger makes no sense because I, they're not using Sentai footage. Yeah. This is just someone's weird idea and they made it happen. 
Um, yeah, it has to be Robot Ranger for me. I can't. I still don't understand how that episode happened, like how it got made. <laughs> so I totally understand that. I get that that reasoning. Uh, and, and how about Cassidy? Ca- yeah, Carlos and the Count. That is very fun. It's very, very That's silly. That's a very Cassidy episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. All right, so uh, I'm going to start with Greg. He is voting for Parts and Parcel. Okay. And then Simone, Eric, and I are all voting for Trouble by the Slice. Dang. Because it is fucking perfect. It is such a good episode. Like, I can't remember. Like, maybe if I went back to it, I could try and find a problem with it. But, like, like, that's the peak of this show so far is fucking Trouble by the Slice. I... Had so much fun watching this episode. Like, I'm gonna be honest. Like, a, a lot of the time, and, and this isn't news. Like, a lot of the time when I watch Power Rangers, I'm really just watching it because I look forward to doing the podcast with everybody. You know, I'm not really mm-hmm. watching Power Rangers to watch Power Rangers a lot of the time. Trouble by the Slice, I had a fucking blast. It it's is very fun. The most fun this show if has you, been so if, far. Seriously, like, if you are a, a fan of of this show or Power Rangers, and like. A, a friend has been bugging you for years to be like, well, I don't understand why you listen to that or why you watch that stuff. Like, show them that one. Don't show them an episode you think is like, don't show them, you know, Green Ranger. Don't show them like, uh, I don't know, what's another like genuinely good episode, Parts and Parcel. Show them that because that's like yeah. why it's fun it, th- th- overall, I think, the show. Yeah. Tr- I think Trouble by the Slice that's the thing with Trouble by the Slice. Trouble by the Slice does not in any way epitomize uh, what Power Rangers is in the pop culture like memory. Like what the what everyone has sort of retroactively decided Power Rangers was. It's not the thing where like Tommy's super cool and all the robot fights are super badass and right. you know, all that all that what's it. Trouble by the Slice is the epitome of what Power Rangers actually is and yes. you actually enjoy it for if mm-hmm. you go back to watch it now. Yeah. So Trouble by the Slice, Slice wins with surprise second uh, second placer, Robot Ranger. I love that. Yeah. It's so go. good. I'm, I'm very happy with that because uh, those were like my one and two. I would have liked a boat for Curveball, but I know that like that wasn't even my favorite. I just – that episode's really gay, y'all. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I do like that episode. Like there's – It's quite yeah. gay. Don't worry, we've 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 got some potential in a later category yeah. to recognize how gay that episode and is. Parts and parcel also will come back, so don't worry about that. Um, next is best returning character. So for a lot of the character stuff, I'm going to go ahead and just tell you that we've listed kind of everybody. There are a very few exceptions, um, but because there's just not, it's not a show with 30 characters, so we felt it was easy enough to just run through everybody. So. Best returning character. Uh, this is mostly going to be the old Rangers with a couple exceptions. Um, Tanya is uh, the yellow Ranger at the beginning of the season. I love Tanya. I think we talked a lot about her last year during the awards. She ended up being one of my favorite yellow Rangers. She's a really good heart of the team character. Um, and yeah, I like her a lot. She's a radio DJ this Yes, she's season. a radio DJ. Uh, next we've got Adam, the Green Ranger at the beginning of the season. It's, uh, Johnny Young Bosch. He's great. He has some really good action scenes. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 he does really good action scenes this season. He became mm-hmm. kind of the action focus because Jason David Frank was like not doing stuff right. as much. In here? 
Yeah. Mad present? Yeah. yeah. He he has uh, his job is that he works at, a, at like a theme park as a stunt guy. Mm-hmm. And that's there's a fun episode around that. Uh, Catherine. Yeah, I do wish we'd have gotten more of that, honestly. Yeah. Catherine's our pink ranger. She is sort of. The, the thing I'll say for her this season is she's sort of Justin's mom. Mm-hmm. With the, yeah. the, the dynamic between the rangers really changes when she leaves because, like, Carlos is sort of a big brother figure, but Catherine was more of, like, a mom to Justin, which is interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think a big brother brother thing works a lot better <laughs> Yeah, for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Um, Jason and Kimberly, I have in the same slot because they're just not in that much of the movie at all. And then when you spread that over the whole season, it's obviously pretty short. But we have to mention them because we all got horny for them. And that's important. (laughs) And we have to talk about it because when they turn evil, it's hot. And I don't know what else to say Mm -hmm. about it. Also, it was... Genuinely, it's nice to see them back. They are fun while they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, and like about them being hot, it's not just like us as Power Ranger fans. Like, I showed this to my girlfriend Veronica, and she was like, "Wow, yeah. this is horny." <laughs> uh, we've got Lieutenant Stone, uh, who you know he he buys the Jim and Juice Bar this season. I I don't I've never loved Lieutenant Stone, but I also don't dislike him. I think this is like the weakest season for him, though. It's not that good of a fit for him. Um, yeah, that's something we we wound up talking about a lot toward the tail end of the season. But like, it's very very obvious that this is not the character the actor was hired to play. You know, right. he, he right. just does not settle into the Ernie role nearly as well as he did the fucking you know uh, uh, put upon authority figure who just had to deal with Bulk and Skull. We've got Rocky, uh, who yeah, is, my boy. is in very... I, so I didn't put him on this list. Not because I don't love I Rocky, <laughs> but it was because he is in five minutes of the mm-hmm. movie and, you know, one scene of an episode. But I love Rocky. He's great. He won our yeah. best character, like, little bracket that we did the other <laughs> the other mm-hmm. year. He's He's wonderful. He's very funny. And he's great. I love him. Uh, he he just he, he is trying so hard to train that he somehow jumps outside of <laughs> a ring over the top rope, breaks his back, and stops being a Power Ranger. <laughs> I, he's yeah. the best. He's the best. And then he handed <laughs> off his legacy to a child. A child. A child. A child. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and speaking of characters that are on the list, despite the fact that they have barely been in this season, mm. uh, someone, I assume Emily, what, why wrote in Emily. Why would you think is, that? Is Emily in Turbo? Like, yes, for like barely. one scene. She like, we, she's, she's we in the end sure of an episode. was her at first. She was in the end of an episode. She came out and was like, hey, look at what the monkeys did. And the monk and, and Bulk and Skull painted a mural. And like, that's it. That's all she does. But it's like wow. really funny to me that she came back for that one like thirty like not Worth. even thirty second clip of like Worth her. Mentioning. Do they have her around because they planned to do more with her? Was she still under contract? Like what? Maybe why she was just an extra? I don't know. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I don't know, but it's really funny that she came back. So I had to write her in at least as like a little. That nod is very funny. To Worth, her. No- Worth noting, uh, and she's Vulcan been on the show like as a guest. So yeah. 
Balkan Scholar, <laughs> yes. Balkan Scholar not on this list because they would win and because they have their own category later. Um, mm-hmm. That So if you're wondering why, that's why. My vote is for Jason and Kimberly. I, I'm sorry. I can't help it. Uh, I just love that, that scene. I, and it's not just the horniness. I look like Jason's not the best actor, but he is such a welcome presence. Uh, I did watch that episode where he comes back in Beast Morphers. And even though he so clearly doesn't want to be there, it's still lots of fun to watch him. And Kimberly, uh, has always been one of the best actors who's ever been on Power Rangers. So mm-hmm. like, I don't know what to say. She's great. It's a really fun contrast when they show up because Kimberly's like doing this like like femme fatale things like yes yes evil evil and then Jason just goes and goes Rah! right yes exactly he just yells. No, I'm the one with the muscles and the power and weirdly yeah. both are hot <laughs> yeah let's fancy that um all right uh Emily how about you Oh, god this is tough because I I hmm. I might go Jason and Kimberly as well for horny reasons, but also because like they're the most returning returning because like Kimberly's from like, like, like mid season three, she left and she came back. Like a lot of these characters are just like, are just characters that have been in the show for like a long time. Um, and, and they just kind of like continued being on the show, but she was like a return. So I, I feel like that's my pick because of that. And then Cassie's right. pick is Adam. Not okay, many really r- real big reasons given because it was it was hard for her to pick because like it, it's kind of Adam's good. Yeah, I mean, th- like here's the thing: I don't really have a specific problem with any of the Rangers. Ret- oh, by the way, you may have noticed we didn't put Tommy on this list. Yeah, <laughs> there's a reason for that. Um, <laughs> but I don't. Other than Tommy, I don't really have a problem with any of the returning Rangers individually but like it definitely felt like they'd been there long enough by the time it was time for them to leave so but yeah, like great and i like his uh his his action scenes a lot and he's fun for me when i think of turbo i don't think of the parts with tanya adam and Catherine and tommy i think of like the new rangers like i kind of do too yeah yeah i can't it, it's just it feels like a whole new, new season when they show up almost and it's a better one for it as much as i did enjoy this show still when it was the old cast yeah. uh fabby uh rocky it has to be rocky that's fair. <laughs> like that scene in the movie and that one like two tiny scenes and like no it has to be my boy i have to it say has to be my boy when you described that that mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. it is great how much it fits our description of rocky like yeah. Like, like yeah I, <laughs> motherfucker was like oh, no i'll show you how how good i am at this I somehow, like, jumped the other way over the three rings and ended up on the floor. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm hurt. I'm sure I could recover using, like, you know, the technology and and the magic once we get the powers. Like, I should go and join them. No, this child, this homeless child (laughs) will now be the Power Ranger. Yep, perfect. This 12-year-old. There you go. Uh, And how about Cassidy? Rocky as well. All right. Mike. All right, so mine is for Tanya, uh, who 
I, I don't. I don't want us to undersell how good she was. Uh, I think she was. Yeah, great. yeah. Absolutely. When you mentioned not only uh, you, throughout Zio, but also during this. When you mentioned Amy Jo Johnson's like one of the best Power Rangers actors, Tanya's right up there with her, like her actress, uh, which is. I wish I remembered her name. I feel bad. I'll look it up right <laughs> now. You're good. Uh, is it Nakia Baris? Yes. Nope. Yes, it is Nakia Baris. She's okay, she's very good. She was very good at, at, at playing Tanya, and Tanya was a fun character. So I totally get voting for her. She was like yeah, the she other was... one I was thinking about, honestly. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, Greg voted for Jason and Kimberly. Okay. Uh, Simone also voted for Jason and Kimberly. Okay. Sorry, I'm scrolling down the Slack chat here, and Eric also voted for Jason and Kimberly. Well, there you so go. That's... It it like we said, they are most returning for sure. Yeah. Like, and that's. Uh, you know, maybe I should have split them up, but then I feel like it's ba- they're barely. I don't know. Uh, no, I, I think good. it's fine. That said, Jason and Kimberly, they're a lot of fun in that movie. Uh, they win. Rocky is second. So there yeah, you go. Yeah, my boy. Never the, forget the people probably in at least, except for Emily, I guess. Uh, next is best new character. Again, we've pretty much listed everybody. Um, with I. Th- think one exception the phantom ranger is not on this list because he kind of sucks we all i think agree on that <laughs> yeah. um so but yeah let's just let's just blast through this because i don't think we need to get into too much detail about who's who because we know who's who yeah well I, i'll say a little quick thing about everybody diva talks she's a really fun villain she's a diva like that's why she's fun she is not really competent but she's like a huge ham and it's great uh, Elgar mm-hmm. has some of the best fucking jokes in this whole season. Um, the one thing I'll say is that I, when they switched to the space base, I liked Elgar less because he didn't have his goofy ass, like, I'm doing the laundry out the submarine port stuff. Um, but he was still yeah, he really still fun. He still got to do a little bit of it, like, the, mm-hmm. like he had a fly swatter for attacking moon bats. Yeah, stuff like that. They did, they did a lot of him hanging off the edge of the railing, which was kind of like just the same joke over and over again. Yeah. Uh, Porto has a so ho- really good has though. a horrifying face, <laughs> but he does turn against them once, which is pretty funny. And he, in general, is a fun play against Divatox. Uh, mm-hmm. We pointed out recently that if Divatox had just listened to Porto in three or four instances, she would have killed the Power Rangers. So there you mm-hmm. go. Um. Rygog doesn't get that much to do. He does have that one really fun sequence where his like outer shell gets removed. Yes. Uh, it's the be- the only good scene with Rygog. The best scene. is real goofy. I like his uh, design, but he just doesn't yeah. do that much. Um, Carlos, Carlos kind of plays TJ's uh, older brother. He is like a little you mean Justin. Sorry, who's? Yeah. Sorry, Justin, my bad. Sorry. Justin's older brother. He is a little cocky, but like he's a lot of fun and he, I think he's a he's probably the character who has the most to do of the new Rangers, I think. Like he's got a lot to do and he's a lot of fun. Um we've got Cassie. Uh Cassie's mm-hmm. fun. She I feel like she has a lot of promise early because she's got a little bit of sass and then, like, really doesn't get to do that much. Mm-hmm. Similarly... She has the one episode with her girlfriend. Yes. Uh, yeah, the singing and then, episode. Yeah. And she has the one episode with her dog, yeah. which is the best. She has, like, those two episodes and that's... 
that's basically it. Um, Ashley, similarly, I feel like the the ladies kind of get stiffed this season, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with either of them. They just don't get that much to do. Ashley, really all I can think of has that... Um, She's Fashion got the shirt episode, episode yeah. And the mechanic <laughs> and episode where she learns how to yes, do that's true. Yeah. mechanic episode. Both her and Cassie have that episode where they're fighting, which I personally didn't like, but Lexi really liked, so that's worth mentioning. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Um, yeah, and I don't know, like, I mean, like, I don't think they have that much less to do than TJ, to be honest. Yeah, like, it's just that TJ's Red yeah. Ranger, so, like, by default, he gets some more screen time, but, but yeah, that's that's true, I guess. So next is TJ. He's our big dumb himbo. Uh, mm-hmm. I like him a lot. He is really like back to Jason in terms of just a big meathead. Uh, but he's but, but it feels like he has more kindness. Yeah, he's Jason. nicer. Yes. He's he's definitely more himbo than Jason because of the niceness. Mm-hmm. Like he's a really nice guy. <laughs> I like TJ so much. <laughs> he's friends with with the nature. Yes. Yeah, and he's he, friends with Harry Tan. He's a That's lot of thing fun. Is, a lot of his episodes are like, which I guess you could say the same for Cassie, but like, there are a lot of it like, he's he's got someone he's working off of, like the Aerie 10 episode, he's got Aerie 10, the Balkan Skull episode, mm-hmm. he's working with Balkan Skull. Like, he kind of always. The baseball episode, he is, is helping someone, I guess, in a lot of his episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The baseball one, yeah, he's like, um, he, again, across from Heath. Like, yeah. yeah. Even, he even, that's kind of how he gets introduced, right? He's just a dude who sees people in trouble and goes to help them out. And that's why he becomes a power ranger. He's good. Yeah. I like TJ a lot. I like him too. Yeah. And finally, oh, also Justin's not on this list. Uh, does anybody object <laughs> to that? Like, I, no. Here's what I'll say. I don't hate, I don't hate Justin as much. Like, some fans no. of Power Rangers are like, mm-hmm. Justin is the, de- you know, the worst. He's the thing that killed Power Rangers, like, et cetera, et cetera. He's not that bad. He's really not. No. He's yeah, just I also think- not, like, that great. <laughs> he doesn't deserve to be on the best or worst list, IMO. Fair enough. Uh, last one is Blue Centurion. Um, we didn't put uh, Phantom Ranger on this list, but I got so many laughs out of Blue Centurion this season that I had to put him on there. I'm sorry. Like, the he's an idiot and i love that cuz he's a he's a space police officer who is mostly concerned with like parking tickets and that's really funny like <laughs> i don't know what else to say he also turns evil like six times which is hilarious um there's that scene where uh carlos asks him like really important emotional questions and blue centurion's just like can't help you buddy sorry <laughs> and walks that's also away. my jurisdiction or something like that he yeah says. yeah yeah and that's just uh, very funny to me and there's there's one more let's not forget uh general havoc yes i'm sorry it was off the page yeah general havoc is fun he is diva Tox's brother he comes down for a couple episodes sort of a similar vibe to master vile um in that he's like the baddie for just a couple episodes, but he's fun and he's, he's a pretty fairly, successful yeah. baddie. Like, yeah, he leaves he a real impression. He he does some damage and then he just bails. Yep. Uh, all right, so that's a big long list. Uh, I will be voting first. My vote is honestly, after talking about this, I'm sorry. It's Blue Centurion. I, maybe I love cops and I'm a big copaganda <laughs> apologizer, but I love him. He makes me laugh so much. The fact that he is 
like uses the RoboCop voice, but it's to be like, "Citizen, your tire is flat. <laughs> Let me help you." It's just it's so goofy. And also I love that like Power Rangers always does lots of the good guys turn evil episodes. The fact that it was just only him like all season mm. is very funny to me. Uh, so yeah, I had to, I have to go with Blue Century, and I'm sorry, uh, I'm a bad person, Emily. Uh, I I feel like this is really hard for me because I really do like a lot of characters on this list. I feel like I could have chose Elgar, I could have chose Cassie, um, Ashley. They're all like General Havoc. Honestly, is a really standout for his little time he's on this show. But I just gushed about TJ a ton. So I feel like I should pick TJ. And also he's like a really good Red Ranger and he's not going to be able to be one after this season. So like, yeah, I would agree with that. DJ is cool, man. He gets that scene Mm -hmm. where he fights the bad guy on the outside of the, the uh, Megazord, which is awesome. Like he, he's really cool. I like him a lot. Uh, And how about Cassie? Cassie picked Cassie. Because they have Perfect. the same name. <laughs> and when, you know, and, that, and when someone out. said, hey, Cassie, she said, that's me. And Cassie <laughs> does that all the time. I'll be like, hey, Cassie, like, that's me. <laughs> Perfect. A good bit good. and a good reason to vote. <laughs> Fabi. Uh, I have to go for Algar. Like, there are good... Uh, I almost went Debatox. I almost went Carlos. I almost went TJ. Uh, even Cassie, I really thought about it, but it has to be Algar. It has to be my boy. It has to be my boy. My, because you know it's it's also technically Rocky, but don't worry about that. It has to be my boy. Perfect. I mean, Elgar gets some just all time visual gags. Yeah, like it's just ah, uh, it's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. Elgar made me legit laugh in this show. Way more than any other character in any other season of the show. Fair enough. And how about Cassidy? Divatox. Divatox is great. I mean, we didn't talk about her too much. I I was surprised by how much I ended up liking Divatox. She, like, Rita, I, I understand some people are like, they're very similar. And there are in some ways, but... Diva they Talks, feel very different after, yeah. Diva Talks feels so less interested in any kind of real power. Like, mm-hmm. she just is shitty just to be shitty, she, and that's great. She's a disaster by. She, yes. She's great. I love her. Yes, perfect. Uh, there you go. And what about Cassidy? No, uh, Cassidy was Diva Talks. Oh, I I'm was sorry. Elgar. Sorry, my bad. Yes, yes, yes. I, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Mike. All right, my vote is for Elgar. Okay. Yes. Uh, Greg is voting for TJ. All right. For those uh, who Simone. don't follow Michael on Twitter, I just want to say real quick, his name was Mike Elgar Apologist for months. Yes. So, like, <laughs> yeah, it was very good. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, Simone is also voting for TJ, and Eric is voting for Elgar. Oh, shit. All <laughs> right, we've got a joint winner. Uh, and you know what? Okay, I'm okay with yeah, that. Yeah, like, that's I, unless, fine, I think. Yeah. It's not that well, big what, a deal. What, what is the tie, and, and who who is available to change their vote? TJ and Elgar uh, are mm-hmm. tied with three votes each. 
And I believe the only people who can change their boats are Emily could. It, no, it's you because Emily went. Emily went. Emily went uh, TJ. TJ, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's. Oh, just I you, see what you're saying. Zach. I could. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I could take. Uh, okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I'll, yeah. We'll a tie, run a off here. Vote. We've done those in the fa- in the past. Yeah. 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 We'll do a runoff. All right. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do TJ. I I like Elgar a lot too. But I think TJ is a really fun Red Ranger, yeah. um, and he doesn't get enough love in in the fandom, yeah. I think. So, yeah. No, I think neither of these characters get enough love, and I'm totally okay with this one, too. All right. TJ is the winner, with Elgar as second. Yeah. And Yay! I think that, that works. That kind of encapsulates a lot of what this show is, I would say. Yes. Uh, TJ and then Elgar. Second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Best monster. Uh, Wild Weeder. If you do not remember Wild Weeder, I don't remember what he even looks like. But what I do remember is that he turns people into bee people, which is just people in pajamas that have stripes on them and they run around and yell buzz buzz. I, and I also want to clarify that he's not a bee monster. He's a plant monster. No, he's a plant. For some reason, he turns people into into yeah, plant no, people. Yeah, I know. I just want to make sure that people at home understand that. Yeah, he's a, he's a plant man who turns people into bees. It makes sense. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. great. Uh, the, the, the people just running around and yelling buzz buzz is hysterical. Uh, next one is Crash in the Creeps. Uh, if you don't remember, this is from the, um, A Song of Confusion episode. Confusion, mm-hmm. confusion, 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 confusion. Uh, they are a rock band, except really they're monsters in disguise, and, like... Monsters in disguise. Them just being shitty, uh, and, like, making Cassie into kind of a jerk... For an episode, it's very fun. The dynamic of having the one of the rangers work with the villain unknowingly is something that like never happens. It's really interesting. I think it's really cool. Uh, next is Maniac Mechanic. Um, yeah. This is a guy who is a maniac mechanic. That's fine. Mm-hmm. What's important, though, is that he briefly turns into a shop class student. Uh, in mm-hmm. Ashley's shop class. Young, uh, young Tom Baker. Yes, he his name is Manny, and he dresses like a fucking maniac. <laughs> he dresses like a crazy <laughs> person, and it's just really fun, and he acts like a wild... It's just Oh, great. we didn't call him Tom Baker. I'm, I'm a bad fan. Colin Baker. There you go. Uh, next is fl- the sixth doctor. He looks like he looks like a young sixth doctor, and then he has an outfit that looks a lot like a young sixth doctor. There you go. Uh, next is Flamite. He's a fire monster. It wouldn't matter except that he is the first person in the history of Power Rangers to just kick their morphers away when they try to morph, and I feel like he deserves a spot on the list for that. Mad Mike is the pizza man. He puts them in a pizza. He looks like (laughs) a racist Italian caricature, and he talks like a racist Italian caricature, but he's hilarious, and I'm sorry, but he makes me laugh. Uh, He's also created from a pizza box logo. Yes, that's (laughs) true. This is worth mentioning. From a pizza box logo based on a real person. Because we meet the Mike from Mad Mike. Oh, that's pizza. true. Yes, this is a good point. <laughs> Next is Torch Tiger. If you don't remember Torch Tiger, 
He is a monster that Divatox is like straight up at a training grounds where crappy monsters get trained and she picks him and he can't. No, that's the thing is she doesn't pick him. He goes off on his own and steals like rocket that's fuel right. that the Rangers yes. are experimenting with and tries to prove himself. Right, because he can't do his one power, which is breathe fire until he gets this like rocket fuel that the Rangers have. And it's just very funny. I, I love that bit. Uh, finally, we've got Clockster. Um, now, Clockster is also on our worst list because if you don't remember, Clockster is a monster who has the power to control time. And he almost ends all of space and time by touching a yeah. like freeze device and freezing time forever. Clearly the most powerful monster ever. <laughs> and the only reason it didn't happen is because Phantom Ranger is immune to time magic for some reason. He's a ghost. Uh, yeah, he's a ghost. They're not bound by <laughs> the laws of time. He's a ghost of Justin's dad. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so there you go. There's our list. Uh, I am going to be voting for, oh boy, this one's really hard for me. This one is really hard. I, this is, this is a really tight category. Yeah. I'm between like four and I'm trying to decide. I think I'm going to vote for Torch Tiger. And I think that's because, so his ability is not as funny as everybody else's. He's not as outwardly like goofy as Maniac Mechanic or Crashing the Creeps. But I love that he just goes around Divatox. I forgot about that. That's great. Like, he's just like, no, I'm just going to do it. And he steals that. I forgot about that whole plot. It's, I love him. He's very, very good. I like him a lot. All right. Uh, Emily. Okay. So uh, behind the scenes, I wrote in Clockster uh, yes. while we were discussing this. Because and I was offended that he was on the worst villains list because he's amazing. I love him. He's like crazy powerful for one thing, and that he can he can just he can just change time and rewind it and fast forward it. And is also the personification of time. Apparently, he is an undying, unending being that being that only wanted to end his miserable existence, <laughs> but was but was prevented from even that by touching that uh, frozen thing and freezing all of time. Perfect. So, and know, then the Rangers guy. kill him and it works, I guess. Yeah, they just no, shoot him No, he, he's, he's fine. He'll be back. He's <laughs> all, he always exists, is the thing. <laughs> you can't stop time. All right. And Cassie. Uh, Cassie also has a write-in. Oh, uh, okay. Chromite. Chromite. Chromite is a, a wumper, essentially, that they uh-huh. put in the in, very early on in the season. He's just like kind of over-the-top flamboyant guy who is, like... He, he kind of seems like he might be, like, a gay stereotype, but also he's really fun and enjoyable, so I don't really, it doesn't really bother me. He's really funny and fun. And also, the way they defeat him is they form the Megazord to create shade. Yeah. It's so, so good. <laughs> so Zach can actually uh, corroborate this. When he and I were putting the initial list together... Uh, we uh, like I said, we we try to keep our initial list down to five before we start handing the list off to other people. And Chromite just barely didn't make. Yeah, the we list. put like, him on there. Oh, and then, yeah, interesting. We put him on there initially, and we were like, mm, oh, but this is too many. Who's got to go? And like, I was really hemming and hawing about it. Like, I really wasn't sure. I, and I, I'm I really had, glad to I, know like, that because because yeah, yeah, Cassie just kind of thought of him and was like, oh wow, and like we didn't know that about that. So there you go. All right, Chromite, Fabby. Oh, this is so hard, but I have 
I have to go for the wrench pervert. It has to be Manny. <laughs> it has to be Cassie the wrench pervert. Cassie almost went for Manny. Okay. Mm-hmm. To to clarify, I forgot about that until you just said that. Mm-hmm. While Maniac Mechanic is a uh, human, he is weirdly into Ashley's wrench and wants to touch uh-huh. it. He wants to fuck that wrench. <laughs> and it's really <laughs> weird, but also very funny. Okay, excellent point. And uh, Cassidy. Matt Mike. Dang, I hope somebody gets two votes. <laughs> Here we go. All right, Mike. I'm voting for Crash and the Creeps. Oh, no! <laughs> Yo, you have, like, three more people. Mathematically, uh, someone has to get two votes. Greg is voting for Flamite. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, Simone is voting for Crash and the Creeps. There you go. <laughs> All right. And uh, Eric is also voting for Crash and the Creeps. Okay. <laughs> Merrily avoided. Crash is great. Like the, he's a, just a shitty punk band leader mm-hmm. who also happens to be a monster. He, and it's- he's he's such a Chad that he he walked into an audition with his whole mm-hmm. band, and then when they were like, "Oh yeah, you can join our band," he was like, "No, no, no, you're joining our band." <laughs> yes, that's great. I love it was that. Amazing. So, <laughs> so it's weird. Just like during the early parts of the season, we were kind of baffled by the lack of monsters because like early on every one of Divatox's plans was a bomb and then at some point I don't know if it was like the second half of the season when like the new showrunner took over or what but like at some point she started doing monsters again and like all of a sudden we had some of the best monsters the show has ever had yeah yeah for sure yeah for sure I I definitely agree with that all right so Crash wins uh, but like almost everybody got votes so yeah, uh, yeah. good category real good real good season for really monsters. monster association yeah like, yeah whenever we get whenever we get like that's biggest spread is like maybe the season was really good there you go that's that's a real hearty monster crop this year <laughs> the next <laughs> next category is best bulk and skull moment uh so this is I really like a lot of Balkan Skull stuff this year, but I do have to remind everyone they are monkeys for half of it, and so they don't. And also, and they like. I once- have to remind Zach that chimpanzees are not monkeys, and not that I care that much about that. But Simone was getting real mad about that in the Slack <laughs> chat. Fair, fair. But also that they are, um, uh, and then they're just like random jobs for the rest of it. So. They don't have as much to do this season. That said, the first one's parts and parcel, uh, kind of just the whole episode. Seeing them um, like reconcile with the Rangers, make friends, and get a, a get like recognition from an insuited Power Ranger in front of the whole town rules. It's so mm-hmm. much fun. Yeah. It's really good. If, if you're really going to be a stickler about it and make us condense this down to a single moment. It's got to be the the way that episode ends. Yes, absolutely. So good. Uh, Mm -hmm. In Shift into Turbo, they have a weird synchronized cop dance. I don't even remember that. Still cops. It's very funny. It's just a good visual gag. But like they get like Elgar shows up and Bulk turns to skull and goes, "Remember your training." And then they pull out their their batons and just do a dance. They like hit their shoes. It's it's really. I, I didn't think of that as a dance. I thought that more of like. Showing off their fighting prowess. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's what it's way, that's yeah. what they're trying to be, but in practice, it's a synchronized dance. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it, it's so. great. I really enjoyed it. 
Uh, them having their brains scrambled in the movie where they get white hair and like talk in weird like, accents. What? Wait, what was even that? Why is this know. on the best list? Well, because, because <laughs> as I said, we sort of had trouble fin- filling this out, to be fair. That's uh, true. I l- There's one that I didn't write down. I kind of wish I would have. That I'm just going to say here. When they're doing monster tours. That's a that good was moment. Good. Yeah, let's monster tours that. are good. Yeah, so, yeah. So, briefly. Oh, yeah, the... the I'm going to go ahead and write in specifically the part of the monster tours where they go into the, where they're stuck in the skyscraper during the yes. monster fight. Yeah, that's great. And, and, uh, and that has the, so, so Lieutenant Stone has a monster tour company. They work for him and their fucking customers demand to see monsters. And then the second they see monsters, they scream and run away. It's great. It's really funny. I like it a lot. Um, we've got the paper route uh, from Spirit of the Woods. Which is just mostly notable because they're very good at it, uh, which is fun because usually they're completely idiots at their job, but whatever the job yeah. is. The um, fake out where they get fired super sucks, but it's actually genuinely enjoyable to see Bulk and Skull kind of find their calling in a weird way. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I genuinely enjoy them doing as monkeys is when they steal Lieutenant Stone's car. That is mm-hmm. pretty funny. Uh, it's a decent, and also it, it like intersects with the plot, which is nice because the they that definitely didn't happen very much for a long time. Uh, I think there's technically two times where they steal the car, and I specifically mean the second one from Honey I Shrunk the Rangers. Yes, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, was the more elaborate one where they they were just leading a chase, uh, yes. trying to find garbage or something. And I think Lieutenant Stone uh, was like bought a bicycle from a little girl to go after them. If I remember correctly, that might have been the other one. I'm not sure. That was a trash one, wasn't it? I mean, but also the car, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, well, Honey, I Shrunk the Rangers. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about Honey, I Shrunk the Rangers. It had like a C plot that was about environmentalism. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about yeah, that absolutely. One. <laughs> um, and then um, finally, they they are a forest uh, fire watch guys in the Forest Rangers. And they almost die in a horrible forest fire, which is the same episode as Torch Tiger. And they get saved by uh, TJ in Lightning Cruiser, uh, which is fun because it's a night sequence where they have to, like, get over their fear and jump into the car. So I like that scene also. Another good sequence of the Pirates interacting with Balkan Skull and helping them. Yeah. 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 Um, And then, so, okay, that is the list. Uh, I am actually going to vote for the Monster Tour stuff because I love Parts and Parcel. It's very good. I'm glad you reminded me of this uh, because, mm-hmm. like, here's the thing. Bulk and Skull obviously do freak out when they see the monsters. But because of their experience over five seasons of Power Rangers, they are the only ones who are not, like, complete idiots about it. Like, they hide. They, they I think want to say even sort of I think they but I think they say go to the bunker yeah they or like go tell to the people they, they sort of guide people it's fun I really like that that bit for them and actually mm-hmm. if I was rewriting Power Rangers like that would be their business is they would mm-hmm. give monster tours and I just I really like that bit yeah, in a weird roundabout way, aside from the Rangers themselves and all their allies and stuff, Bulk and Skull are kind of the biggest experts on monsters now. Right, just just because they've been attacked by them so much. Uh, Emily? 
I'm going to vote for Parts and Parcel because I am a sentimental girl who loves seeing my boys get the recognition they deserve. It's a great, great episode, and Mm -hmm. the ending is just wonderful. Uh, All right. And uh, Cassie? Cassie uh, voted for Parts and Parcel as well. All right. Fabby? So, Parts and Parcel is really good, but... Yeah, it has to be Monster Tours. It's just such a good idea that an idea that I wouldn't think this show would have. It was like, oh yeah, of course there would be Monster Tours. Of course. And also, I have a soft spot for, like, settings where there's monsters and then someone decides to make Monster Tours. Uh, So yeah, it has to be Monster Tours. All right. Uh, And Cassidy? Uh... Stealing the car as monkeys. Oh, nice. Yeah, that that's a fun sequence. Yeah. yeah. All well, right. So honestly, folks, sometimes just sometimes we kind of know which one or two, maybe three, are going to win like ahead of time, just because there's some standout picks. But what's fun about the nominations is we get to recommend like some of the other stuff, you know? Yeah. All right. Uh, and Mike. So my vote is for Monster Tours. All right. Uh. And Greg, Simone, and Eric all voted for Parts and Parcel. All right. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. There you go. I'm totally... Once again, I'm really happy with this one, too. So Parts and Parcel is the winner with Monster Tours in second. I'm really happy that Monster got as much voice as it did because it was a write-in. Like, we didn't have that Mm. on the list. Yeah, I had had forgotten, but it's a great band. I kept meaning to write it in, but I didn't until right now. (laughs) I feel like Monsters could have replaced Brain Scrambled instead of them having both on the list, but yeah. If if I'd have remembered the Monster Tours bit while I was putting the list together, it would have. Oh, totally. (laughs) I was was kind of struggling to fill this category initially. I get you. All right. The next category is Best Temporary Civilian. This is a special... We've got two special categories for this year, just based on stuff that we thought about this year. Um, well, I guess one of them's, uh, anyway. Well, this one for the 2D, the other this, one's for the 2 yeah, this one's for, uh, this one's a new one, but it is Best Temporary Civilian, because there's a bunch of notable ones this year. Um, first is Heath. We've talked about him already, but he is from the Curveball episode. Uh, he is Eat. a just insanely over-the-top bully towards TJ, uh, mm-hmm. who ha- has a curveball that he can do. and You know, I've been thinking a lot about why I like this episode, and it's because this episode is it's like a shonen sports anime it, condensed into 30 minutes. Yes, very much. <laughs> because it's like, oh, we have the, the best player in our team. He's so good, and he's kind-hearted, and he teaches people to get better. And another prodigy shows up with a secret technique that no one can stop. Right. And they're rivals. But the funniest part is his secret technique it's a curveball. Right. It, which is, <laughs> yeah. again, which not- is enough of a, a common baseball thing that people yeah. who don't know anything about baseball knows what a curveball is. It's, it's yeah. like people, like people use it as a euphemism for like, like they say, like when you do interviews and you throw someone an unexpected question, you say, I threw them a curveball. Like, just, like people know what a curveball is. I just realized that the title is a double meaning mm-hmm. because it's about a curveball and also the curveball of Heath falling in love with TJ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I really, when I, 
when I read the description, I didn't even read the title. When I read the description, I was like, oh, the key's probably going to do like a knuckleball. And that like gets really unpredictable and hard to hit. And that's like his his thing. And it's like, no, it's a curveball. And I kind of love it. Yeah. Uh, also, it's not technically Heath, but the fact that in that episode, Heath teaching TJ to hit a curveball is what saves the world because the monster also mm-hmm. throws a curveball. <laughs> it's no, just it's very, great. very funny. I do want to throw something out there uh, while we're talking about this episode because I don't think I was on that recording. Uh, and this might be my last chance to bring it up. With the way that episode is structured, when Heath shows up, I super thought he was the monster in this Yeah, I did too. we said that I don't, too. I, yeah, <laughs> I did too. It, it's very strange. I think I like him because he isn't. Yeah. Because like, you would think he is, but nah, he's just this gay baseball player. <laughs> exactly. Uh, next is Warren. If you don't remember Warren, he is <laughs> the bully, is TJ's, or sorry, Justin's bully in the boxcar episode. He dresses like a little shithead. He wears a leather jacket and and goggles. And, and he's got a, a big scarf, old scarf, right? yeah. 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 And a scarf and I think he might have driving gloves and like Yeah, no, he yeah. they go all in on this guy. And what's what's great about Warren is that so much like with having really great monsters, having really great temporary civilians is kind of something the season started doing more toward the end. Yes. Like Mm-hmm. All of the other entrants in this list are at least from, like, the halfway point onward. Right. Except for Warren. Warren was in, like, episode four. Right. Warren mm-hmm. was He early. was a standout from the start. Yeah. And he's just, like, his delivery's just really funny. He's like, whatever, Justin. Like, it's just very, very good. And it's like a picture. making fun of him for being an egghead. Like, it's yes. like, yeah. I don't know if children can chew the scenery, but he was at least masticating. Yes, exactly. Uh, so he's great. Jethro, who is Cassie's dog as a human, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, maybe yeah. the horniest thing in the entire what? show. Wait, what? What? <laughs> That's the okay. you got from that. So here's what. Here's I'm gonna make us. Uh, I'm gonna make a confession. I didn't watch this episode. <laughs> the only thing I know about this is the image that that. Uh, uh, Eric put as the the episode image, which is just a dirty man with a with a uh, a dog collar on, and I was like, Jesus. Okay. There's definitely the bit where he wakes up as a human with no clothes on, right. and they show it. Yes, and like I think I think that kind of uh, stained the rest of the episode for me because I, I I think I also wasn't on that episode, but folks talked about it. Uh, I, I was so embarrassed for the actor the entire time, and I think just from that moment onward, even if that was kind of the only embarrassing part of it, I was just like, I can't <laughs> I can't watch the rest of this episode. I feel so bad for this dude. So tell I me about Jethro, somebody who's on the episode. Okay, well, I mean, like I will. He's, he's a very good boy. He's a very good dog. He's a very good boy. He just wants to help Cassie and be her friend. And doesn't know how to do it because he's a dog, but he's a very smart dog mm-hmm. and does his best. And like that scene with him being naked with the collar, I think that could be confused by an onlooker coming across him as a horny thing. <laughs> but th- as a ho- as you know, as our resident horny dog, he's not. He's not horny. <laughs> Fair <laughs> like, enough. He's Fair just enough. a good boy. He's just um, a good boy. All right, there you go. <laughs> Uh, we've got Nico, who is Justin's friend, who's his age, like his mm-hmm. only friend that's his age. He's on the soccer team. 
Uh, he doesn't do mm-hmm. that much, but he is in a couple episodes. He returns. Yeah. And the one. He's in Pizza by the Slice. Yes, he is. And the one thing I yep. specifically remember really enjoying of him is he is actually the person who finds the Phantom Ranger's spaceship. And mm-hmm. he does a little stakeout with Justin, and it's very cute. I like that scene. It's, it's Yeah, he tries to bring, like, some cookies for the alien. Yes, it, it, it's adorable. And like, I like space that. cookies or something, like a weird brand, but, like, yes. yeah, it's cute. Uh, we have Vicky, who is Cassie's friend from Song of Confusion. Cassie's girlfriend. Cassie's girlfriend mm-hmm. from Song of Confusion, who uh, is the other member of Cassie's band initially and then gets jealous when she starts hanging out with Crash and the Creeps. She's not in it that much, but the actress is is pretty yeah. good, and they do have some chemistry there for sure. Um, yeah, and then the rest of the season, she's just off screen holding Cassie's dog. Exactly. <laughs> uh, who is also off screen most of the time. Uh, yeah. And then finally, uh, I believe this is a write-in from Greg, Owen, who is the other, uh, the shitty soccer player from The Accident, which is the episode where mm-hmm. Carlos uh, accidentally hurts somebody but and then like he thinks he maybe did it on purpose and owen and it turns out he he didn't even accidentally hurt them the guy just tripped and owen like tripped himself but he blamed it on carlos and got carlos all up in his own head um the reason this is on here i think is greg uh says he might be one of the most effective villains in the season and he's not wrong it totally screws with carlos's head and like Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting. I talked about it then. It's like not a typical Power Rangers plot in that way, and it's kind of it's, it's worth it's worth pointing something out uh, different between uh, Owen and a lot of the other like villainous uh, sort of civilians we're dealing with, like uh, you, you know, like Heath and especially Warren. Uh, Owen doesn't ham it up. He's no. just kind of a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's very he's very Sean from Zio. Yes, totally. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, all right, there we go. My vote is for Heath. Uh, I love Warren, but I re looked at that. He only gets a couple lines. Heath is like in a lot of that episode, and there really is a lot going on between him and TJ. And also, so he almost, much chemistry. And also, he almost fucking kills himself by driving a, a, <laughs> a bike off a cliff, and that's very funny to me. <laughs> it's such uh, a good scene. He just, he just goes, and then ah! I'll race you. <laughs> and yeah, so I got to go with Heath. Emily. He, he, he oh, is sorry. the manifestation of that drill tweet about, like, I rev up and then a cloud of smoke, and when the smoke clears, <laughs> I'm dead on the pavement. Yes, exactly. Uh, all right, Emily. Um, me and Cassie agree that Jethro is best boy, best good boy. Love that boy. Love Jethro. Jethro is the goodest Bring him boy. Back. All right. <laughs> uh, Fabi. I, so I was storm between Beaky and Heat. But if I like think about those episodes, like you can make an argument and I'll fight you that the the Beaky, the Beaky stuff I'm reading into and that they're just friends. There's no argument with Keith and TJ. There's like no way, there's no straight explanation for what happens. The fucking eyes he gives him. Yeah. I, uh, no, this yeah. is the gayest, this is the gayest plot and character we get this season. It has to be Heath. TJ just looks into those baby blues and it's just a <laughs> Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, and Cassidy. Uh, um, 
Jetro. Oh. Yeah, Cassidy, thank you. Uh, all right. <laughs> Mike. All right, so my vote is for Warren. All right, Warren's great. Just so, just so hammy, especially for a child actor. I, I can't believe how well he does. I have to say, Warren is, when we were watching the show, Warren is when I was like, oh, I wonder if we can do, like, good uh, civilians this year and and that so mm-hmm. like he is the inspiration for the category so yeah yeah he's the he's the reason this category exists uh and let's see uh greg voting for his right in of owen all and, right uh simone and eric are both voting for jethro all right oh yes! jethro jethro oh, wins so sleeping so here happy. Yeah. Jethro is the goodest boy. Uh best Heath second goodest boy. <laughs> yeah, Heath is second goodest boy. <laughs> Perfect. Uh and finally we have our sort of catch-all category, uh the Radbug Memorial Award for doing a good job actually. Uh and this is just things that we liked through the season. Um Yeah, this is just this is just our catch-all category for talking about Things we liked about the season that just don't fit anywhere else. Yeah, and just things that are worth mentioning. Uh, the cast change. So the cast change halfway through the season improves the show. Uh, it, it, Like we said before, it makes it feel like a totally different season. Uh, there's nothing really wrong with the other characters, but like it really does refresh it. And, and it mm-hmm. made a big difference, I think. Um the sillier tone pays off. Uh, as we've talked about, people don't like how goofy this is. They're wrong. Uh, the tone... not, not only do they not like how goofy, goofy it is, they also claim that the show is attempting to be serious, and that's just bullshit. Yeah, I would It's agree. just bullshit. I, I also <laughs> want to be clear. If you don't like Turbo, that's fine. And not, We're not actually mad at you. That said, we really enjoy how silly it is, and I feel like I didn't come into this expecting to. So, there you go. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the show has always been silly. Like, you had the fucking slapstick shit in the Gym of Juice Bar early on, where Billy gets stuck on the rope, and then, or Jason gets stuck on the rope, and then lands on Billy's shoulders, and they swing around, and so on and so forth. Like this, this show has been fucking Looney Tunes from the jump. But Turbo is the hardest they've leaned into it. Yes, yeah, yeah, and and it really works. Uh, TJ is Red Ranger. Um, we, I, I was thinking about this, and like TJ, the character obviously won our best new character. Um, but I think the having him as the Red Ranger, first of all, he's the first Black Red Ranger. But also, he's mm-hmm. just like I feel like to- Tommy being the leader for so long, like really made the leader role kind of crappy. I feel like because because it it wasn't ever yeah. about like leadership; it was about Tommy. And I think this was a really good change uh, to have TJ yeah. be the leader, even though he's kind of a dummy and like that's his character, and it's fine. There's nothing wrong with and, that. And even with Jason, Jason. I love Jason. I do. Uh, but he wasn't, like, an exceptional, like, character in the leader role or anything. Uh, and honestly, I feel like he got more fun when he came back and was the Gold Ranger for a little yes, bit. Yes, I agree. But, like, TJ TJ works so well as a team leader. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next is Strong Villain Cast. I almost made a, a special category for just Best Villain this, this year because... Genuinely, I feel like Divatox, Elgar, even Porto, mm-hmm. like they're great. I really, really like them. Um, yeah, they have, even even Rygog gets in on it. Like, yeah, 
I, like I, this is this is going to be a hot take, but I like this crew more than the 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 Mighty Morphin villain crew. So I like the Same. Mighty Morphin crew more, but it's because you get so much longer with them. Like, and they they really, I just started to love them as just this these dumb idiot family. But but I think for me it's kind of the opposite because in the early going like. Rita rarely ever did anything like out of her usual routine and kind of same for Zed yeah, in season that's two. True. And it wasn't until like you got like the late game stuff where Rito shows up and then they get the Winnebago that that shit gets fun. Yeah. But, but it's a great, it's a great villain cast. Divatox is Divatox. Like the trio specifically of Divatox, Elgar and Porto of the, the mean, uh, dummy, but not complete idiot, the totally oblivious idiot and then the one person just trying to keep everything together, but also, like, kind of an idiot. Uh, it's just a great, it's so much fun. Um, evil Jason and Kimberly bisexual awakening. Uh, yeah, I mean, we talked about this already, but listen, it's horny, and that's fine. And it, and it honestly <laughs> awakened some bisexuals. Yep, for yeah. sure. audience. Like the, I was very particular with the phrasing on this one. We have we have to. It can't just be like oh, evil Jason and Kimberly. That was fun. Like no, it is the evil Jason and Kimberly bisexual awakening. Yeah. Is specifically what's on the docket here. And <laughs> finally, uh, this is a little more specific, but Turbo Megazord finisher fucking slaps. The spinning sword move is so much fun. The upgraded version that they do at the end also rules. Uh, and it's so much better than the one from the Rescue Megazord. Like, yeah. yeah. It's so much better than every Megazord we've seen so far, IMO. Yeah. Like. I personally ragged on the Rescue Zord a lot this season, but I feel like more than anything, it really just comes down to this, the Turbo Zord's finisher. is so It's so perfect. It's yeah. everything a Megazord finishing move should be. I would agree. All right, and I am voting for Sillier Tone. I love how goofy this is. It's just, I don't know. It was just so refreshing, like, because we've mentioned before that a lot of times Power Rangers, like, intended funny bits aren't that funny, um, but that it's often unintentionally funny. I think this, like, nails its actual comedy a lot, and, and I really enjoyed it for that. Emily. Uh, I also will have to vote for Sillier Tone because I think that's kind of what made this season all in all. Like the cast change was great. Um, and that's what Cassie voted for. Spoilers. Um, but like just overall, the Sillier Tone was there before the cast change too. And it, and, and it's the thing that everyone who hates Turbo hates about it. And I think that's kind of like, it kind of sucks and it's like it's the one of the best parts of the show so i think it should get it because like it's the thing people think is bad but is actually very good um we, me and cassie both kind of deliberated on the turbo megazord finisher fucking slapping but we both kind of decided like that's really more of a car ranger thing that that just kind of got fair enough inherited by power rangers so if, if we're talking about turbo as just turbo i think it's a sillier tone and cassie thinks it's a cast change Cash change. Okay. All right. Uh, Fabby. I also think it's the cast change. It, having that cast change is huge. It is. Because first and foremost, because Tommy's fucking gone. He was already <laughs> halfway there, but like 
the fact that he's no longer haunting this podcast and the show means that, like, (laughs) at least... At least for five to seven years, <laughs> I may count. It's gonna be around five to seven years, so we see Tommy again. All right. Uh, and well, there's he's in, the episode, he's in one episode Force, he yeah. comes back. Yeah, the one episode of Waffers. Anyways, I think it it really helps that cast change like gives energy back to this show where I think it was kind of I really liked the Elgar parts during the the sillier bits of, of the first half, but like. I was kind of super bored and not interesting during most, like, Ranger episodes until we got that cast change. Totally That's fair. fair. Absolutely. All right. Um, and I- Cassidy voted for Strong Villain Cast. Okay, yeah. that was So that was my sort of runner-up in my head. Uh, yeah. Great villains. Uh, and Mike. So I'm voting for the villain cast. I love the sub-crew so much. So, 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 so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg is voting for TJ as Red Ranger. Okay. Uh, Simone is voting for the cast change. Okay. And Eric is voting for TJ as Red Ranger. Okay. So, so that means Castings wins with a three-way tie. Yes, that means cast change wins with three place. votes, and Sillier, Tone, Strong Villain, Cast, and TJ's Red Ranger all get two for second. A big, big old three-way tie for second. Honestly, these four things I think are really like as a whole. This is what why Turbo is good. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you these four things together. are like the four tenets of why Turbo is a good season: the cast change, the sillier tone, TJ as Red Ranger, and a strong villain cast. All right, so I will read them back real quick. Uh, our winners um, that I didn't save, so I hope I remember them. But here we go. Uh, <laughs> Best, oh my God. best, mar- you know, if I'm wrong, we'll have to figure it out. But best multi parter uh, ended up being Chase into Space, correct? I believe so. Yes. Uh, best episode was uh, Trouble by the Slice. I know that one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, best returning character ended up being uh, Jason and Kimberly. Jason and Kimberly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, best new character was TJ. Best monster was uh, Crash and the Creeps. Mm-hmm. Best Balkan Skull moment was the Parts and Parcel. Best temporary civilian was uh, Jethro, the best boy. Yeah. And uh, our Radbug Memorial Award goes to the cast change. So there you go. All right. Yeah. And uh, if if uh, Zach was wrong about remembering what it was, please put a little thing in here, Eric, pointing it out. I'm pretty sure I, I got it, but yes, I, I could be did. wrong. Yeah, I think you uh, did. But there you go. That's going to be our teenies for this week. Uh, mm-hmm. Come back next week, and we're going to do the tooties. Ooh, oh, yeah. We're time to complain about how bad this show yeah. is. Yeah, let's go. May the power protect you always. So we're not even... I'm Fabi. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny.